This Metatainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor Metaventure. Scan that QR code or click that link in the description and dive yourself headfirst into the Samurai Aquatics Discord server to pleasure your peepers on our current and future range of outdoor decor. The Wine and She Show is a Metaverse and NFT discussion interview series brought to you by Metaverse Ventures Entertainment and host Ben68 and more cheats. Warning, the information and opinions within are solely the views of the individuals involved contains content not suitable for anyone. G'day and thanks for listening to or watching the Wine and Cheese in the Metaverse Show. I'm Ben68 here with my co-host More Cheese for episode number 91, recording on Friday the 13th mm-hmm. of June for Cheese, which is Saturday the 1st of July for me. Today, we covered absolutely nothing, but that's okay because it was fun. Yeah, what do you want from us? Um, after the highs of last week's show, we're going back to our roots on this one. So get ready for the worst episode ever of... The worst show ever. <laughs> wine and cheese. Time for wine and cheese. Wine and cheese. Time for wine and cheese. cheese. One is a wanker, one's like it stumps. One's from Australia, one's from the Bronx. Seven, even. Hello, welcome to the Wine and Cheese in the Metaverse. <laughs> I just told Ben a joke that I oh, have to explain. He's writing these fucking things, ChatGPT. This more cheese with my co-host with the most. Ben sixty eight is episode ninety one. We're still having fun. And yes, uh, yeah. what the hell are we going to talk about today? <laughs> She's going to be a loose, um, a loose old show today. I've pulled up a few articles, bits and pieces. It's a, just a wild battering of just nonsense. So it's always going to be hard to back up on last last week's show, which was awesome with the the guys from the X. But we'll just keep doing what we do. Um, Is there anything in particular you'd like to get kicked off on first? Um, we always do uplandish. There's not much happening in the old upland. I got a spark last night. I participated. Did you? I did. I got point. Oh, a competitive one. Yeah, it was still yeah. exciting. Yeah, right. That's crazy. Nice. Unheard of, even. Very good. I um, I've just been naughty and flown over to Sao Paulo and blown out my Tokyo budget by minting up some collection properties. Not terribly blown out, but yeah. Which one? I think did that's definitely. Um. A, one of the limited collections and a standard. So I spent about 400K. So I, I've kind of drawn a line in the sand with my dividends at 1.8 million. And with yeah. all the selling that I've, that I've been doing recently, that it dipped below there. So I think this is going to be my tactic for a while is to wait until the collections are revealed, um, wait until the prices get boosted so the dividends get boosted, go over, mint a set, get out of there. Yeah, I noticed that the collections aren't going, well, some of them, I can't say all, but uh, some of them aren't going for as much as they would, like right off the bat. So like, 
when the collections were revealed, um, I was looking at Avenida Brigadier Louis, Luis Antonio, and mm. I had I had two there, and um, that one's an exclusive, and they had some really great prices in Fiat. Oh my God! Like there was like one for like thirty nine bucks. Yep, that's the game many of us are playing now. Is chase the bottom on the get some money up game? Absolutely. Wow. Yes. Well, that's I think there's a, there's a lot of you know, yeah. There's everyone saving up for Tokyo. Everyone saving up for you know what's going to happen with the we we're still expecting there's going to be a city release as part of this women's FIFA World oh, Cup. Oh yeah. Thing, so. That'd be so mean to there. you if they open up Australia and Japan at the same time. Oh, like a dual thing. Yeah, but see, I don't give a crap about Sydney. It's going to be, if there's a city release, it's going to be Sydney. Oh. And I don't, I'll just say my computer's very laggy at the moment. I don't know if my device is going to crash or what's going on. So if I disappear, I'll be back when I can. What does oh, that mean? Very Where you go? Oh, my, oh. My computer's very laggy, very jumpy. You keep freezing up. I assume there's something going oh, on. Oh, you're talking about right now. No, yeah, I, I yeah, see you as fine. Like, like you're not lagging at all. Or me. Well, I'm saying you are, which means my device is probably headed for a blue screen crash. What do I stage. sound like, see, like, 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 hey, hey, hey. <laughs> what was that show? Um, Fat Albert. No. <laughs> the guy in the TV. Well, he used to say, hey, hey, hey. Hey, Fat Albert. I love show. that show. I know. I used to know the ly- the lyrics to the song. I got something. Um, no, the guy Max Headstrom. Oh yeah, hey, yeah, hey, exactly. Hey. That's kind of what you're doing. Yeah. You're just not Technicolor. Technicolor. Yes. Well, that's good. You got yourself a a spark chest. Are you going to dive in deeper there, or what are you going to do? I might. One and done, or what? I I um I I feel like the the nighttime the nighttime is the right time <laughs> uh to do spark hunting when everyone else is sleeping or something. Mm. One of the benefits of having an insomniac episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Unless there's something you wanted to dive into, I'll just. I'll bring up something that popped up on my radar. I don't know if you saw this on the old Twitlar. Twitlar. <clears throat> Twitlar. Let me see here. YK2012 Upland Guide. Yesterday or the day before, he posted this. Spotted in the Metaverse, a brand new factory in Upland. Me, totems are coming to Upland. Yada, yada, yada. So, yes, the totem factory is up. Wow. 1934 Gold Street, Los Angeles. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to go over there and see what are these totems actually look like because we've seen the giraffe-looking llama. Was that the Genesis totem? Oh, yes, there you go. Look, I'm on flight en route back from Sao Paulo. And click on here, but they're not manufacturing nothing. So it was a bit of a wah-wah-wah. I was hoping to get a sneaky peeky, but no. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. I don't know where this is. Yes, that's all I've been doing in Upland is doing my flippage and. Did that say Van- Vandalay Industries right next to it? Where? Vandalay. <laughs> Vandalay. <laughs> Come on, Costanza. 
<laughs> what do you do? I import, not export. Okay, import and import, export. Yeah. They're right there. Van Van Alden. All right. I thought it said Vandalay. To the right, yes, to the uh, right. Okay. We'll have to keep an eye on that one. See see how see how that pans out. Um have you played around in the cafes? I have not, not yet. I have tried several times on mobile. It just will not connect. It crashes the device. And I just tried before on my laptop. And I don't know if it wasn't, maybe it was because I wasn't in San Francisco. I tried to click on the San Francisco cafe and it wouldn't, it was like the button was not responsive at all. So I don't know. I don't know if you have to be in the city. I guess that would make sense. You got to yeah. send to the property before. <laughs> Where is the cafe? Oh, they're all over the place. There's each of them. Wow. Where was I? I feel like this just happened. Yeah, it's been talked about for a while. The the nowhere partnership. All right. I gotta go yeah. visit some cafes then. <clears throat> yeah. I'm supposed to be on top of this. Right. Yes. You haven't got a Plando to boost off of on this show. I know. Take it away, Blando. Where are you? <laughs> 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 um any other real upland news that's on my radar is of course the neighborhood ratings now it is the first of july here for me um so yeah it seems very clear that howard beach is going to take this month yeah and then of course century city is it's actually on the data it looks like it's not far behind but when you consider how much work it takes to boost that little number it's quite a lot of work so that's quite a fair ways behind and then midtown terrace of course is pulling up number three um we are currently having a, another deal with Midtown Terrace. Um, we did the residence thing. Now we've got a secondary one. If you stack up your residential property with decor and send me a screenshot of that, you'll go into the running for a draw for the UU podcast next week's show. We'll do a draw for that. Um, only had about five or six people DM me that through. So chances are if you are a Midtown resident and you send me a, um, a screenshot, yeah, pretty good chance for some prizes. So. See what happens. That's cool. But yes, expecting July, you know, we kind of did a bit of a campaign to get people to put their residents into Midtown Terrace just to see what happens. So that's what boosted our score. I expect we'll drop back to probably sixth, seventh place. I think before we did that, we were kind of neck and neck with Red Hook. Have to wait and see. I need to um, put some decor on my stuff in 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 yeah. Midtown. Yes, so we'll see what happens. But yes, so that's June, July, Century City. It'll be interesting to see how far Hell's Kitchen can get. Um, I know there's a few folks from Century City who went to Midtown Terrace. Oh, they figured thanks. they weren't. They figured they weren't going to beat Howard Beach, so they may as well get themselves a free samurai surface statue. There was a few people from Hell's Kitchen. Um, pretty much a wide spattering jumped in now um it will be interesting to see how how that's all going to play out once um it's node versus node for the secondary ones be interesting to see how that plays out because obviously the um alliances or whatever it gets a bit more tricky to manage once you're doing node v node which i'm not a fan of but yeah i like how they have love it well i don't know to be honest like um, I know not a lot of people 
do do like helping each other. I, I like that they have two separate ones, but I don't know how you can participate in both. Like if you're you're vying for that and then you're helping someone out, you have to kind of decide. So we'll see. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Um there's people have found ways to game the system a little bit with um the there's a part of the the algorithm, a part of the score is tracking the the sales in the in the hood or in the node. Oh. And that's being gamified on the back end by some of these groups. So Ooh. that's not a route. That's not a route that I'm going to go down chasing these yeah. sort of things. Um, and it's all it's all been done within the terms of service. It's been done in game. You know, yeah. they're just they're just burning up fees basically. Um, so as I said, not something I'm going to be interested in pursuing, but we'll see how we goes. Um, one thing I am going to try and do is I've been going through my list to try and find more stuff to sell. And I'm starting to get down to slim picking. So I'm going to actually itemize, you know, what is not for sale. Ah. So, you know, I've, I've got all the UDU node properties. I'm going to have, you know, Midtown Terrace, 300 or however many I've got. I'm going to itemize it right out. So, you know, I keep looking at my um my overall property count thinking, yeah, I need to sell another 1,000. But that might not be realistically possible. You know, with all the UDU properties I've got, I've got a 1,000 Portage Parks and node properties here, there and everywhere. I might not actually have that much um, trash to well, part with. You would need to save up for another kind of um, like another tier, another tier one, and go for the really cheap stuff, and then flip it again. Like wait a few months and then flip it again. I'm done with that game. I'm done buying. But look how the... much it bought you. Look how much it got you. Yeah, yeah. At least for the short term. At least for the short term, I'm saving for saving for Tokyo, and I'm also still flipping <clears> for <throat> USD. So I'm. I don't know. We'll see how we go. I'm not. I'm not tied. I'm not married and tied into any one strategy. So yeah, it's definitely That's true. That served it, me well. It's good to yeah, have several. Yeah, it served me well in the past. That strategy buying I mean, up the floor. Very well. Holding. <laughs> very well yes um see how we go i'm distracted yeah, i'm just putting some awesome crap on my in my midtown terrace <laughs> properties yeah. tell me to stop then <laughs> freaking hair um yeah i still haven't i still haven't broken the san francisco factory yet i thought it'd be done by now but some of these um seatings take a bit longer the spark hour is a bit higher on that so I still got to move a bunch of stock. Yeah, it'd be so um, cool. I see this too. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to switch gears. So, oh, what oh. Were you gonna say? I'm going to say, like, I can't wait for them to let let people like you spark on the factories. Like, wouldn't that give a big boost and use case for Spark if uh, other people can, you know, use it to help other factories out or like, do it via yes. directly the factories. I don't know. Yeah, I mean you can spark on other people's buildings now. So those at least the base mechanics are there. Yeah. I was thinking, why aren't they doing it? And I was thinking, well, maybe it's because there's no way to monetize that. But they're they're doing it with construction now, and there's no way to monetize that except for the private deals that go on. You know, I'll rent my spark for you know two. I think it's low as 170 upex per day oh. or something silly. I saw. 
maybe, so maybe they want they want an official way to do it. Well, you just got us into another story. Well, so. like like an official way. What if they're planning on on bringing out their own spark exchange? I think they kind of put the the kibosh on that and palmed it off to the um community. Yeah. Because we know there's there's another spark uh kind of what do they call it? A partnership spark exchange on the way. Is that House of Spark? I believe that's on the way. There's some but other ones. Yeah, we do remember last year, um, at the Genesis Week when I don't know if it was Darkery Dan, but Stosh was in the uh, on the stage and <clears throat> um they said, Well, why should we help you if we're just going to be competing with you later on? And that's I was everything. How could you say that? That's stupid. No, but that means that they just like they gave us an inkling of an idea that they're going to be putting out their own spark exchange as well. Yeah, but then yada yada yada. A few months later, Mossy Jakes and that that team spark exchange come online. So. And then they kind of, it seemed like they palmed it off to them. So I don't know. We'll and then see. there's all this drama that's kicked off with that whole thing. So yeah. Who knows? Yes. Anything you want to say about the drama? With Mossy Jake and all of that whole thing. Um, I think we've, we've talked about this ad nauseum on the show. You know, there's, there's the way to go about things that's constructive and there's the way that isn't, um, at the end of the day, only Mossy knows why he put that up the way he did. I mean, you and I talk shit. I'm Australian. I can talk shit with the best of people. Um, but there's a time and a place, and a, a public forum's not the time or the place. No. Um, so, yeah, I mean, only only he knows what his motivations were for that. Um, you know, fuck around and find out. <laughs> I don't know what to say. What do you say? Yeah. You, you could talk about it to death, but like I said, at the end of the day, only he knows what his motivations are for that. Um, I mean, I hope everyone just pulls through. I, I don't know Squall. I have no relationship to Squall. I at met all. him. I met him in Genesis Week. He was very nice. Yeah. We had breakfast, actually. Yeah, I mean, if, if somebody was to say that about me to my face, I'd laugh it off because it's you know it's a personal thing. But if you, if somebody's shit talking to you like that behind your back, I mean, we've been through all of this with the UDU, all the shit talk. All of the, you know, somebody sends you DM or oh, such and such is saying this about you in such and such. I mean, it's just a dirty game. I have Everybody a lot comes of out DMs covered in shit. That. <laughs> See, I'm all right. Yeah. So I I've told you before, I never want to be the cause of anyone's sadness. Um, unless you're attacking me like in public for all to see, I'm not going to even really care if you say things in a private server about me. I agree with you on that. It sucks yeah. because, you know, um, I I did use his stuff. Uh, he has a purple dot in Midtown Terror, so it's it's kind of like it, it sucks when this happens. You never want anyone to uh go through this, especially someone you've dealt with in the past. But at the same time, there is a decorum. There is is kind of like you're not going to go to yeah. Like I I my my husband's friend uh got sacked because they found they they monitor all the um the slack chats in their their company right and they found her talking about the ceo and they fired her the next day 
from a private yeah. conversation. And that was private. It was like a DM, but they were able to see it because she was on using their program. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it goes back to my point where only Mossy knows what his motivations were. I can't imagine he didn't think that that was something was going to happen with it. So I don't know. Yes. As I said, I'll, I, I know if you've seen me do this on Discord, on Twitter before, where people are talking shit about you. I'm like, mate, if you want to talk shit, just tag me. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't no, mind. You said I'll that. be part of the conversation. <laughs> I love that. I get off on that stuff. <laughs> that did call to you. Is see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody freaked out and i was just laughing i'm australian mate the the more you swear at me within context you know the closer relationship we are oh my god we don't say hi mate <clears throat> to our actual mates you say far worse than that so yeah i mean it's as i said it's a time and a place it's a you know it's just one of those things I hope it all pans out because there's a lot more people that are involved than just mossy himself yeah so, exactly you know. exactly Yes, uh, who knows? Thoughts and players. <laughs> idea. It does very much seem like a fuck around and find out kind of situation, but, you know. And that's all I've got to say on that because, like I said, I, I think we've spoken about this ad nauseum on the show. There's, there's ways to do constructive feedback, but that wasn't even constructive feedback. That was just, you know, that was just shit talking and that yeah. shit talking's fine. We, we do it all the time, but, you know. If you want to shit talk somebody, tag them. Get them involved. That's my advice. <laughs> don't tag me, please. Don't tag me. <laughs> well, you've said that before. Don't put me in that tag. Don't put me in that tag. <laughs> uh, tag me. I love it. Just tag me. Sh- tag me. I can shit talk with the best of them. <laughs> and I'd, you've seen me do this in, in, in different chats. Well, I just laugh. The, the yeah. worse it gets, the more I laugh. Until it starts getting, you know, if you start involving family and that sort of things but if you just want to shit talk about me i I love it bring it yeah. on yeah it's yeah, it's, it's hard nice. like like yeah it's just hard it's just no way to really talk about it without we should have had Mossy here for a quick five minutes to say please <laughs> oh i'm sure it'll come out who knows you know th- these things it'll come out in the wash yeah yeah. We'll see what happens. I wish everybody the best, there, including old mate Squall. Yeah, Squall. We had yeah, it was uh, the last day in Vegas, and um, it was me, uh, Solly. <laughs> One person wasn't with us because they got way too wasted the night before. But that's another story. Um, Juicy. <laughs> Boulder. Uh, a Blando, TML, and Squall. So it was it was a action packed breakfast. Yeah, very good. Yeah. All right, um, it's probably going to be a short show today because I've got two tons, well not two tons, two metric cubes of rocks being delivered that I got to move. So we'll blitz through some articles and we'll. Get you out of here nice and early today. Just a shout out to your daughter. Happy birthday, Kira. Yes, that was. We sat around the fire last night and, you know, had some pizza. I went, ate way too much pizza and then they busted out the cake and I was like, oh, what the hell? Why not? Me budget, <laughs> me dietary budget for the week has been blown. Might as well have some cake too. So, <laughs> but I'll sweat it out the next two days. Like I said, I got two cubes of rocks to move. So, 
um, sweaty beast. Yeah, you showed me some pictures. Your your family looks very like 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 elegant. Ele- how do you say elegant? Eloquent? Like very uh fancy? Like like I'm I'm fancy. Um, yeah, I'm used to Sunday dinners where everyone's yelling over each other to speak and you know to get someone's attention. You throw like a freaking salt shaker at them or something and your kids were just like you know we're so fancy we sit around in the backyard and busted up <laughs> lounge chairs having a fire eating some pizza i don't know if that's very sophisticated <laughs> well, to me it is yes looks like All a right. fun time it looked like a fun time it was good and it was a nice cold night too it's been Ugh. for here it's been super cold the last um last couple of weeks so it was nice actually it is 97 degrees right. right now and it's still early <clears throat> all right let's do some articles as i said there's not much to touch on and this is just a wild shebang mixed bag of stuff that i managed to find in the mad scramble to get ready for this morning it's me mario <laughs> i hate the metaverse <laughs> metaverse can suck it <laughs> Nintendo really sees potential good. in the metaverse, but thinks it's going to be difficult. <laughs> and we did cover this. Remember, we covered this a while back where there was a QA session. Well, apparently, there's another one. There's been another one. So, yes, Nintendo recently held its latest general meeting of shareholders. I think this was like the exact same thing that we covered for the last one. And while many queries of broken cheese, she's dead. I'll carry on. Don't. She's freaking turning purple. My God. Don't have a fit there in the background. While many queries were understandably aimed at the lengthy lifespan (laughs) of the Switch and its inevitable successor, blah, 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 blah. One attendee seemed particularly interested in Nintendo's thoughts on the metaverse. (laughs) It's okay, though. Don't start sweating just yet. Nintendo's (laughs) president... Shuntaro Furukawa expressed a rather vague interest in the concept of the metaverse, but ultimately stated it would be difficult for Nintendo to approach at this moment in time. I think that's what they said last time. I was I was waiting for you to say it's okay. It's okay yeah. though. <laughs> We're gonna get cancelled. Is this like um cultural appreciation? So, that was so oh, we good. Gotta, we, we gotta get out of jail free card. Thank you. <laughs> So you did. You broke me. You broke me. Keep going. Go. I'm so sorry. I can't get cancelled. <laughs> so the question was: recently, the concept of the metaverse, where multiple <laughs> unspecified users can play together in a shared virtual space, has emerged. What do you think about this? And our mate said, although the enthusiasm may not be as high as before, the metaverse continues to capture the attention of many companies around the world, and I think the concept has potential. But though we sense its potential, we also believe it will not be easy to clearly define what kinds of fun and surprises it can provide to consumers. We might consider something if we can find a way to express it with a Nintendo-like approach, which is to say one that is easily understood by many consumers. But I believe that this would be difficult at the present time. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like their stance has changed on that at all since the last time they talked about it. You know what would be so great? If they created a metaverse, you know, VR, and we have, we we're, we can jump onto these like, like Nintendo things and then jump forward to slide down the pole and then like jump to, to like tur- jump on a turtle. People will probably get really hurt, but 
it sounds like a lot of fun. Well, it's it's weird because, you know, when I had Keanu on the show last time, his whole thing that he talked about was how Japan's primed to take on all of this metaverse stuff. And we talk about Nintendo World in Universal Studios Japan. You buy a bloody thing that has a code on it. You do exactly <laughs> what you said. There's all these games and physical challenges you do and you you ding your scanner and you get your points and you can check it on the screen and you get these little, it's essentially looks like NFTs, but it's kind of like um, mission cards and okay. it has Yoshi with the different colored eggs and all of this sort of stuff. So it's all primed for it. It's just, they're not taking that next step for whatever yeah. reason. So. I would love Maybe that. Like a live action Mario. Yeah. Like, like I said, um, when we're on the, the, uh, what is it? The go-kart ride. What is it? Mario Kart ride. There's there's plenty of ways that, that could all be gamified with um, NFTs and stuff. So I don't know. It seems like a lot of these people, they're already in the kind of space. They're just not taking that next step. Yeah. I'm pretty confident that they'll get there eventually. So I don't know. All right. Let me just save some of these. Let me save some of these. Um, uh, website addresses before I leave on. Otherwise, if my computer does crash, I'll lose everything. Well, right. while you're doing that, um, are you playing any of the Layer 2 stuff like Diablandia, Upland Kingdoms? No, nah, when when am I going to get the time to do any of that? It's, I'm report could... rotting at the moment. It's uh... just taking up all my time. Because you can play uh, both I will of those say on that's your phone. A... Like, it's just, it's not that I don't want to. It's not that, you know, it's the technology's holding me back. It's just time. I just, yeah. I just don't have any time. Um, my report writing for work, I'm using ChatGPT like a fiend to assist with that. It's been monumental. And the more I use it, it's so interesting to find its quirks. Like, I've, I've set up a bunch of models and inputs. What are you trying to disappear? I'm trying to make it so that it looks like the hand is strangling me. Oh, my God. Your fantasies are playing out again. Right there, right there. Yes. Wait, no. Yeah. All right, keep yeah, I've going. Set it out. I've set it out so, you know, I do all this background information and I just put it in chat GPT. And it's like I throw chat GPT a whole bunch of puzzle pieces and then it sends me the puzzle back. But it's so funny to find its quirks. Like yeah. it starts it starts um, fluffing things out too much. I'm like, oh, you're fluffing things out too much. And it goes, oh, whoops, sorry about that. And it condenses it more. Nice. Or, yeah, it's got so many real funny quirks. It's been really fun to play around with it. So if you're not playing around with ChatGPT, you should because it's yeah. super fun, super interesting. And what it can do is freaking mind-blowing. <laughs> All right, this next one seems pretty dodge. I thought the... the um, what do we call it? The title sounded pretty cool, but then I looked, I sneaky peeked down a bit and it looks shit. So we'll see what I mean. Uh, <laughs> no cap meta leverages metaverse to feel thrill of the dream car for customers. No cap meta. Have you ever heard of no cap meta before? No. Sounds super ruggy. No cap meta. Oh, did you see Pepe 2 is being released now? Pepe <laughs> oh. two, wow, why? Oh, I saw all these. Um, I was on Twitter last night having a look before bed, and there's all these um memes getting shared about Pepe two is going to be the next big thing. I mean, gosh, people are making millions off just idiots. So yeah. don't be one of the idiots. 
Not financial advice, not anti-idiot advice. <laughs> NoCap Meta is leveraging the metaverse to take this emotional connection to the next level. Its automo- automobile metaverse offers a unique experience for automobile enthusiasts around the globe, allowing them to engage with their favorite brands in a new and exciting way. But then you look at the picture, the picture look, just looks shit. <laughs> what do you it's want very... it to look like? What, well, I mean, if they're going to make us feel a powerful emotional connection, then, yeah, it does look like shit. I'm just reading the second the sentence there. <laughs> well, I'll just go off. Um, we've, we've got this already. You know, spatial Elijah. Remember Elijah took us into his thing and he showed us the car. And yes. That, that looked even really that cool. looked better than this. <laughs> You're so. right. You're right. So compared to that, and this is a this is its own standalone metaverse project for cars, and this is the standard that they've come out with. So. Jeez, I don't know what caught your eye for the rest of it. Oh, recognizing the powerful emotional connection. <laughs> so that's no, forget it. Go on. <laughs> what? Nothing. Forget. I was using that sentence to say if they're trying to make a powerful emotional connection, it looks like crap. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. No Cap Meta is creating a new way to experience the thrill of automobile fandom. Understanding the importance of narrative and brand value in addition to features and build quality, No Cap Meta is leveraging the metaverse to take this emotional connection to the next level. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. provides a send of freedom. It gives individuals the opportunity to drive a seat of their dream car. We've covered this for ages. Like there's a bunch of car companies. Remember they did, I forget who it was. It might have been Mitsubishi or somebody did those ads where they were talking about how you could work out of your car and you could live in your car and it was hilarious. We did that way back in the day. I even clicked that out. Um, Metaverse promotes social interaction, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, this is all a big fizzler, so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know why I clicked on it. I thought I thought it sounded good, but well, you like take cars. the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the wine and cheese. The wine yes. and cheese. Wait, As I mean, I said, this is gonna be gonna live up to the worst show ever this week. <laughs> so we'll skip that one. <laughs> ah, now this one. Oh, yeah, this one. This one's going to be a good one. <laughs> this one's going to save the day, I think. Not really, but we'll see how we go. Impact of Metaverse on the real estate sector. Ooh, I hope they say Upland. No, this is the in real life real estate sector. Oh, all right. All right. I remember we had that pro. I always blank on the project. We had that project on the Solana project um, that showed like the in-house sort of stuff. And at the time I was like, this is going to be amazing for if you're wanting to build a house or if you want to renovate your house, you can go in and see exactly how it's going to look and yeah. easily move things around and different paint colors and whatnot. Um, yeah. So I, I would assume it's going to be tied to that, but let's fuck around and find out. <laughs> is that going to be the title of our show? <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> the buzzword of recent times has finally made its mark on one of the oldest and relative conservative sectors, real estate. The metaverse or virtual world or, or space existing in the realm of the internet where, where people like us can interact and engage in social activities in a non-physical space. 
Interestingly, the metaverse, when combined with real estate, can optimize time and effort and increase efficiency for all stakeholders involved in the sector. Absolutely. 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 I think that's that's really good. Um, while a traditional buyer would invest his money only after a physical verification of a property, the metaverse use case of real estate would surely help a buyer to optimize the entire process of buying a property as a starter. It can help such a buyer in shortlisting prospective, prospective properties by experiencing a virtual yeah, very realistic tour of such properties without having to visit them. Yeah. That's I mean, really I'm sure cute. it's this. Yeah. I'm sure it's the same in the States now with all of the real estate sites. Um, I know when, when we bought our house, you'd spend days researching on the internet and there's plenty of places you'd look at. And especially coupled with uh, Google maps where you can drop the little dude down and do the screeny look around. Yeah. You know, we, we knocked off, you know, dozens upon dozens of properties because there was something when you were going through that process that it just wasn't cool, you know, gone are the days where you could just do a fancy description and that'd get you in. So, well, and it was, it's, it's really cool too, to see like the, I know, uh, I think we have realestate.com.au here and you could look at like my house, but you can see the history of every photo that's been uploaded for the history that this property has been for sale. So it's, if it's been for sale several times, which ours has, and it's been through two, um, at least two versions of renovation cowboys, you can see exactly what they did and how they did it. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. Well, like on, in my experience moving from New York to Arizona, it was not easy because we couldn't really go to a place and see, you know, the layout. Yeah. So we had to <clears throat> go based off of the video tours. <clears throat> what mm, they would do is they yep. would walk through, you know, some of the apartments and they would walk through the yep. um, the whole place showing you everything. I thought that was really freaking cool. Like if you yeah. um, can imagine putting on like a VR and walking through yourself, kind of like taking your hands and opening up the closet, see how much space you have, you know, opening yes. up. Uh, like that would be really freaking cool. Yeah, it's always a bit um tricky, those things. Like you never know, especially like they'll go and visit that property before the train goes roaring past or something, you know. <laughs> there might be a train right outside the door, but they don't do it when the train's there. Or you know, Don't film that big piss stain in the corner. Let's stay away from that. Yeah. Exactly, yes. This way you yeah. can like go everywhere you want to. Yeah. I'm sure there's a way to airbrush it out too. And look, my, my lappy is straight around here. Um, I know when, when we looked at our property too, um, we were looking at the backyard pictures and they must have painted the grass because when we got here, half the grass was all dug up and brown. But if you looked at the pictures, the grass looks like fluorescent green almost. Wow. So, Computer like, yes. yeah. Wow. Yes. All right. So, yeah, I, I think this is going to be cool. Um, the use case of metaverse with real estate is not just limited to property buying, selling experience, but it can also be extended to larger issues like town and urban planning. Yep, we've seen a bunch of cities, towns embrace the metaverse for specifically that point, wherein planners can evaluate the development plans for the future by creating an augmented reality of the proposed plan. I think that's one of the the next big big steps that's going to take place too is the whole augmented reality aspect where you know if you want to renovate your kitchen 
you can go on to these websites, you know, you might be able to do a uh, metaverse experience where it's virtual reality and you can look at different layouts or old mate or the old Sheila can come around and show you what it looks like with, you know, some kind of augmented reality thing live within your home. So. I would love to, I would love that to see like different paintings on the wall, see how it looks before you actually yep. do it. Absolutely. That's definitely happening, I reckon. So the way forward is extremely important that all stakeholders accept the fact that this fusion is inevitable. What have we been saying, Cheese? All along in the history of this show, this stuff is inevitable. Uh, there's somebody on Twitter yesterday saying, oh, Web3 is just a buzzword. You know, it's it's all it's all going to shit. Yeah, well, the internet was a buzzword at one stage. Yeah, that's true. That's true. People people having their own personal computers was thought of as just madness way the back in the day. That thing. Yeah. So. To, to go into 64-bit from 32-bit. Yep. That that's where yeah, I all, made my all... money. <laughs> oh, nice. Everything starts off as buzzwords, and then it just becomes household words. Yeah. Just yeah, I remember the, the first time I read about that in a newspaper. It was in the, the early two thousands, and it's like, oh, everyone's going to be on sixty four bit soon, and everyone's like, no, that's just for big corporations. FiOS, uh, fiber optics. Oh, way too expensive to be inside people's houses. Yep. Inevitable. Inevitable. Yes. All right. Speaking of metaverse real estate, the next one. Take it away. Take it away. Metaverse virtual properties have seen over 90% decline in the past year. Is the, fa the fad finally fading? Hell no. Go out and snap some of that blood up. This is interesting for a couple of reasons, this article. So it talks about, um, well, let's just, we'll dive into it and then we'll get to my point. A while ago, the metaverse was heralded as the next digital frontier. However, the once celebrated virtual reality faces significant challenge and its future hangs on a thread. Doom and gloom. Looking at recent figures, it is apparent that interest in the possession of virtual lands and assets has diminished dramatically. Revenues have nosedived, coupled with a shrinking number of active traders, and the future of the metaverse appears increasingly uncertain. <laughs> a study by CoinGecko, which was published a few days ago, shows that popular metaverse properties like Other Deeds, The Sandbox, Decentraland, Somnium, and Voxels Where have depreciated is... significantly between January 1st and May 24th, 2022. Well, oh, what the hell, CoinGecko? That's my point that I want to get to. All Upland right. is never mentioned in any of these large, large stream comparisons. And there's a nice graph here. Uh, top Metaverse land prices, it shows the price in 2022 and 2023. It has, like I said, other deeds, the Sandbox, the Central Insomnium, and Voxels. Um, I don't think I've ever even heard of other deeds. I was just going to say that. What the hell is other deeds? But then it had the highest metaverse land price in 2022 at 7.5 Ethereum. That's since dropped down to one Ethereum. So I don't know. I don't know, Chase. Uh, well, why is Upland not in the mix? Because it's not Ethereum based. Seems to be the uh, reason. You now, know, how is this going? It's, Sorry, I go just want to say one thing. It's really smart what Upland is doing. It it like it's not on the blockchain, but you're. Well, it has like you know the EOS blockchain, but it has 
yeah. a, a way to transfer your stuff to ETH. So you have the yes. best of both worlds. Without, well, that's that's yeah. kind of my point with this. Like, how is that that nice. Ethereum bridge being opened? How is that going to come into the mix here? Like, are we going to see an Ethereum price being put up for for you know upland stuff? Because that's that's not going to be a true reflection of the market. Because anything you, you're not going to you're not going to send your your burner properties over to to be sold on OpenSea. That no. makes no financial sense. It does. If you've bought something in Upland for two bucks, yeah, you're not going to pay twenty bucks to move it there. Yeah, well, the price varies so, with gas. Yeah, but then if yeah, exactly. But if if say they were to put the twenty twenty four price up and Upland was on this graph, that's not going to be a reflection of the true market. No, no, it's not. So the the entry level price for Upland properties is a couple of dollars. Exactly, which and that that was another point I wanted to make. Like you, these places that you that have like a universal bottom is is set to fail because it's yeah. like <clears throat> in a place where you know you can't really you know choose the prices or an open market like like Upland is. Uh, we complain about it all the time, but we're very lucky to be able to decide our own prices with a minimum of three dollars you know yep absolutely that is now, true market just gonna... so what's the ethereum price it's about 1900 roughly so times 0.16 so you're talking and the entry level price the bottom of the market on this one is 300 dollars for this yeah. voxels one that's the lowest price at 300 and that's so probably that's... for like the bare minimum of what you need to actually do anything there yeah, that that'd be the equivalent of a burner property in yeah. whatever this metaverse is. So yeah, it's yeah. yeah why is Upland not in the mix? I I can only assume it's because it's not Ethereum based. Yeah. Um, and it's good. It's not yeah. in the mix. It's its own. It's its own entity. It's its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it goes on to say um, to quantify the extent of this decline. Recall that at the peak of the NFT bull market, metaverse land cost up to seven point five Ethereum. That was a floor price on other deeds. Bah, 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 bah. But then, you know, you could say that about Upland as well. There's been several properties that have sold for $10,000 or more. But then that's not a reflection of what the, the true market is. Well, yeah, it's it's like it's like art. It's like the price is in the buyer, the buyer's eyes. They're going to decide yeah. what the property is worth and what it's yeah. not worth. But here's the thing. <clears throat> like if their bottom is 7.5 ETH and then it goes down to one, that's way more of a decline than you can ever get in in Upland. Yes, that's a good point. Yeah. Because like if you buy something for $10 in Upland and it goes down to $3, you're that's only seven bucks you're losing, not seven thousand. Yeah, and it's like I um like I said on the UDU podcast too, if if you're gobbling all these undermints up at three dollars. Yeah, that's the lowest price you can go. So yeah, yeah. The actual the the risk there is that the, well, there's two risks that Upland just ceases to exist as a product product, or that they reduce the minimum sell fee, uh, sell price, which I don't think they will. But <laughs> see what happens. It says here in 2023, things have taken an ugly turn as four floor prices drop drastically, 
recent reports also reveal that a mere 20 to 30 people buy and sell property per week in Decentraland compared to tens of thousands in Upland. Wow. 20 to 30. They suck. (laughs) Upland's great. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, that's like the honeycombs. Honeycombs. A freaking cave woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not. Centraland bad. No, no, Upland no. good. <laughs> My Upland's God. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not bad. Apologies, sickos. We're melting down here. What is the cause of the metaverse <laughs> decline? There are quite a many factors contributing. Blah, blah, blah. Recently, there were reports that meta pivoted away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I can't get blah, over blah, blah, that. 20 to 30 blah. people. That's such a nothing burger. Yeah, it is nothing. What the? Fuck? And yet they get they get all of the publicity, all of the, you know. Holy yeah. If 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 there's twenty or thirty people and five of them stop stop playing, that's pretty significant. That is. Yeah. Like, what are they? Like, are they? I don't get. It. Well, who's playing? Like, like celebrities. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know, Chase. I don't know how it's 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 so weird. It's it's like you say, on one hand, it's good that Upland's not in the mainstream attention because we can just all keep quietly building and stacking and you know, planning or whatever. But come on, this is we gotta get some shine eventually. I mean do, do you think it's do you think it's gonna be like a hallelujah moment that everyone's gonna go like, Oh duh, why didn't we think of that? But then they're yeah. five years behind. <gasps> Did you see that beautiful uh, that beautiful display. No, <laughs> did you see that beautiful advertisement they have in New York? No, <clears throat> you didn't. Oh, it's so grand. No. I'm gonna have to go there and get it and share it. Uh... Was it on Twitter or somewhere? Yeah. Where'd you see it? Twitter. I uh... hear it is. Ah, uh, here you go. I, I'm too. I'm too. Um, captured in my little bubble of fudsters on Twitter. I just love reading all the fud. Oh, that makes one of us. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this huge. And this is this is in a very big area. This is in a very big area in New Check York. Out this awesome view from Times Square. Wow, that is cool. Yeah. Huh. <clears throat> yeah. This is amazing. Amazing. And then it's above nice. everything else. This is where I want my money to go. This is where I want you know, the advertising to be. There's nobody in that picture seems very interested, though. Well, they're New Yorkers. It's nighttime. (laughs) They're probably coming home from work or something. That's an an interesting contrast. But, yeah, that's cool. Nice. All right. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Honeycomb tree. Very All right, what we, we just covered that, didn't we? Metaverse land prices, yes. All right. Um, apple sauce. <laughs> All right, let's switch gears here. What? <laughs> What's that from? It's from the Brady Bunch. They were having somebody over oh. for dinner, and <clears throat> they oh, were I trying to that. talk like him, and they were like, what are we having for dinner? Yeah. And they were like, pork chops and apple sauce. And apple sauce. I remember that for some reason. <laughs> All right. Speaking of source, how generative AI is reshaping the landscape of the metaverse now? How does that? How does that have to do with source? I don't know. <laughs> so, 
wish however. We can do whatever the fuck we want. That's true. All right. I got it now. <laughs> this technology opens okay. up the new opportunities for not just human interaction and entertainment, but also in education. Yes. Now, we've spoke about this. Um, remember Dirk or Idan, one of those two, poo-pooed the idea of AI in some capacity, and we thought, oh, that's surely that's taken out of concept. Uh, yeah, context yeah. because AI is it's destined to head it because it's just so complementary with everything. So do you think that they misunderstood seen, yep. the question? Yeah, there's there's something lost in the translation, whether it was the tre- the question or the answer. Yeah, there's some yeah. I, I can't imagine that's the founders take on AI in the metaverse because it's it's just look at what we covered with the X. It's ignorant the, the project. that way. <laughs> Oh, it's, it would be Super it would be ignorant. scary if 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 that was their really truly held beliefs, then that would be scary because that's just dumb. Basically, yeah. it's just dumb. Yeah, we've but seen I, I what think, the X is doing with AI, and it's, it's all headed that way. I think I think they misunderstood the question in the AMA because then we found the article where they were all for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think so too. So you know. Especially like the education part, you know that that fits perfectly with Upland. If you join Upland, that the the barrier to getting up to speed with everything is monumental. Yes, they they can have a mission system and that, but it's not. There's still a lot of knowledge that you need to navigate the mission system, and it's yeah. to set something that up in text is a lot of freaking work to keep updated. But if you have some kind of AI system built in with it, where it's you know a a Q and A AI bot basically. You know, yeah. Um, I think somebody in general was asking. They asked. Um, they asked Banana, or it might have been you, was it? That you were talking. I saw you were talking about. Oh, have you got an updated travel map? And yes. Banana's like, dude, I'm not even attempting that now because it just looks like a giant. I think uh, Grom said Sp- it looks spaghetti. like a bowl of spaghetti or something. He's yeah. a spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, yeah, throw a bowl of spaghetti on the plate, and yeah. Um, I believe YK2012 has a Discord bot where you can type in where you are and where you want to go and it gives ah, you the routes and all that sort of stuff. But cool. something like that within the actual app, yeah, you know, it has to head that way. It has to. Yeah, because it, it, if you go anywhere near New York, <laughs> you're going to get lost. I mean, you, oh, it's it, a mess. It's a mess. Like, like oh, they need- every, yeah. They need, especially in that area, that Queens, um, Bronx area. No, is it Queen and Queens, Brooklyn, Brooklyn that's close yeah. together? That whole area. It needs a red line for the for the city, the outer city line, and then your oh. neighborhood lines could be black or something. It needs to be a different view. A different view. You know how you have the view of the buildings. What if they had a different view for train maps? She's <gasps> yeah, so smart. Like yeah. Like you take off the, the other view and you put on this view and it, like you said, it tells you the red line, yeah. black line, whatever. Cause you, you're an experienced player. You've been playing up there. What now? Three, three and a half years or something. And even you've been at city releases and you're like, Oh shit, I'm at, I'm still at yes, the train station. I like, didn't know like, I was supposed to go to the next part. So over in Porto. I yeah. missed the whole opening because I didn't know I had to take a freaking train. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yes, I uh, got here. And then the expansion to Sao Paulo, I, I almost yeah. missed that. But someone was like, no, you got to take a train out there. So you have to get out. And I was like, oh, all right. 
Yeah, and, and you're an experienced player. So what's a new person coming in? What hope have they got of getting their mind around it, especially if they're not <clears throat> on Discord or whatever? I had another great idea. Remember when the UDU had the UDUA and we used to mentor yep. the new players and we would take them under Mentors our Mentors and mentees. Yes. Yep. I think Upland should actually do this where they uh, – they have like a like it's like it's like a moderator gig, but it's it's a mentor gig, and it has another Paid color. Mentor. Well, yep. I don't I don't I don't know because like we're not really getting paid for being cute yet. Well, that's the thing. There's there's plenty of people that do that within the, the <clears> Discord. <throat> um, I think you know, Uplando's if, famous for that. YK twenty twelve, Lily. There's a whole so bunch of them, people. That so do give that. them a role. Give them like a yeah. title. Like I, some yep. people, uh, will try harder just just for a role. You know, just yep. just to have that there. And and if they make it something that is like maybe lime green, something that they can see that oh okay, this person's a mentor. Like I I'm allowed to go up and ask them some questions. I think it would be great. Yeah but again that's that's once you're in the discord kind of community but if you're not in the discord community we need some kind of in-game ai yeah mentor or something within within that too so um yeah nothing is ever going to be as good as like um like a mentor that's say you is going to be far more superior than a mentor that's an ai mentor because it can't possibly you know, have all the nuances of all the information and experience that you've built up over I the last three years. An, I just got another idea. So let's oh, say yeah. uh, people who sign up to be mentors, if you're, let's say I'm in San Francisco and a new player comes to San Francisco or I'm in LA, vice versa, same thing. And they're like, here are the mentors in this area that you're able to, yeah. to DM for, with questions. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yep. Or your um, block explorer floating around it could have a different <clears throat> colored badge oh, like an m on it some way to distinguish like an it. m yeah Something. big m yes so all right cool. it says here generative ai gives the metaverse a much needed upgrade i believe so yes there was much interest in the possibilities around metaverse captured during the pandemic as people were looking for meaningful, more meaningful ways to connect with each other. However, since then, the hype around the metaverse has declined. As it turns out, the latest technology to capture public attention, generative AI can play a significant role in powering interactions and development of the metaverse. The creative applications of generative AI can fill in for the huge demands for content that developers need to create in virtual worlds with 3D assets. Ooh! Okay, 3D assets. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought they were just going <laughs> to. <laughs> okay. Sorry, go ahead. I'm just All making right. fun of you. <clears throat> Sounds like, what's his name? Drugs are bad, okay? Okay. <laughs> Generative AI can help because it can create metaverse content from text descriptions. 3D modeling is normally labor intensive work. Oh, oh hell yeah it is. Oh yeah. Just go to talk to old mate D Tech. And there's a reason why whenever any sort of factories or competitions in Upland come about, D Tech's DMs just get blown up by people saying, Hey, I've got this really idea for all this stuff. Can you make it for me? And D Tech got says to us guys, what the actual fuck? <laughs> we just keep telling D Tech, learn how to say no. It's a very oh fast like 
I, he, you know what it is? He's very nice. He's very nice. He yeah. wants to help everybody. I'm the same way. Like, it's easy to say that but when you're in the position and you know, like, you can help. It's like you want to help. But then it's like he never gets stuff really. He he doesn't have the time to do his own stuff. So I feel bad for yeah. him. <clears throat> yeah, he goes against everything about his personality. Like he he's an educator. He's an entertainer. He he goes out of his way literally in real life to you know to boost people up, give them a good time, help them out as much as he can within his real in real life profession. Um, I know that goes against everything in his DNA okay. to turn around and tell people, no, sorry, I can't. Because, you know, he's he's got a full-time job. He's got a family. He, like me, he's, he's up to his eyeballs in renovations and everything else. So, yeah. Interesting. So, AI and, I can't, and 3D. I can't openly threaten him the way I threaten you, Ben. No. no so, it's like... We're still we're we, still in that stage where we're just I'm just getting used to. Yes, you can't yeah. twist these nipples just yet. <laughs> yes. So this is interesting. Generative AI from text <laughs> descriptions that could pump out 3D assets. That would be a yeah, game changer. But you still have to know uh the lingo. You still have to know the dimensions i i feel like you like you'll have to yeah. know a little bit of blender to do this this i've i've had this argument not really in at my work where i've introduced this whole ai system using chat gpt to assist with things like report writing i haven't had it there because um my my coworkers my boss everybody because I've been able to explain what I'm doing. They kind of get it. It's, it is a tool. It's, you, you can't say to people, oh, that's not that's um, unethical. You have a spreadsheet. You should be doing your tax returns on a pen and a, and a piece of paper. It's <laughs> unethical that you've got a spreadsheet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tool. It's like ChatGPT is a tool. It's, it's like not you. It's a tool. <laughs> yeah it's not creating information it's like an amalgamation of information now there's a lot of people in the wider education space that are saying oh this is completely immoral it's it's disgusting you know you're being lazy um yeah, I mean, it's, it's stupid you're, no you're 100 correct it's like the calculator like yeah, yeah sure it's great you know how to do stuff but at the same time once you know how to do that stuff uh, to have a, a, something to make it, it easier and more efficient is the way to go. Yes. I mean, it's it's like telling somebody, uh, go to mid-journey, go to the mid-journey art bot and go and create some some amazing, you know, some amazing art. You can kind of do it just with base prompts, but the real skill you need, you need, as you said, you need to know all of the input prompts. You need to know what to feed into it to get what yeah. you want out of it. So, but that's interesting. If if they're going to push this for 3D assets and text-based descriptions, that could be a game changer. I haven't heard of that before. I've heard of the system where, you know, you can, there's apps where you can take 30 photos of things or like um what Lieutenant Dan did with some of those rare guns. They, they would bring them to his house or wherever with security and he'd use his scanner or whatever and then turn that into you know an, into a digital twin yeah but if you can just pump that into ai with the description and it's going to spit it out in you know blender ready form that's kind of wow yeah that's cool 
I, and DTEC's a prime example of that. I, I can imagine DTEC not thinking, hey, this is going to replace me. I, I'm imagining DTEC thinking, wow, this, this is an amazing tool. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm going to be able to say yes to some of these other projects. So, yeah, anybody that thinks that, okay, well, I'm going to apply for a factory because now I can use these 3D art bots, it ain't going to be as simple as that. So, yeah. Interesting. So, no, I think that's really cool. Let's see what it says. Um, there's a lot of fluff in the middle of this. We'll cut out to that. Enhanced immersion. The key point in the value of generative AI is that automating the creation of interactive content and experiences becomes very easy. That should be in air quotes. For example, making animated films, blah, 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 blah. You can do it in months, yeah. So, no, I think this is interesting. Adds great value to financial and education sectors. Yeah, it's not just for entertainment. Um, as I said, I've embraced that this technology wholeheartedly in my professional space, and it's making a world of difference. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, oh, there you go. Look, digital twins. In terms of application, digital twin is another space with, underlo with underlying tech similar to the metaverse where generative AI can help. That's exactly what we just touched on. Yeah. Needs high-resolution rendering and real-time data transfer. Yep. Absolutely. So now I'm very interested to see that. As soon as that becomes available, I'm definitely going to stop playing around with that. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. I have something else to share. I beat I Diablo 4. I got something 4. to say. Dur, dur, I beat Diablo 4 yesterday. <laughs> Doesn't matter much Devil to me. Four. Oh, Diablo 4. As as yeah. yeah. Nice. Congra congratulations. Thank you. What's up next? Uh, Actually, hold that thought because I have a project you might want to dive yourself into for the last the last um article. So hold that thought. All right, tech talk: the emergent emergence, the emergent of industrial metaverse in China. Tech talk. Woo! It's like a TED talk, but tech talk. Yeah, <clears throat> industrial metaverse, a sector that provides fully immersive, real-time, interactive, and synchronous representations of production line services to industries, has the potential to significantly enhance efficiency and lower costs. According to an expert at the World Economic Forum's 14th annual meetings of the new champions. Yes. Yeah. What? Is that it? That's the article. Oh. What? Well, that's not very interesting. I mean, it, can't, oh. it started off strong. <laughs> uh, we've talked about this how it's going to revolutionize things you know oh yeah um vr ar coupled with you know your production line efficiency instruction manuals all sorts of stuff so uh, bummer i thought that was going to be a good article that was going to go into it moving on nothing to see here two more mm -hmm. to cut to touch on now this digital twinning and it's our favorite it's our favorite thing to cover when companies want to do NFT projects, but they're too scared to use the term NFT cheese. Take it away. Ah, Dior is latest luxury brand to embrace tokenized fashion, but won't say NFT. It's pretty smart, though. French fashion house Dior announced a line of men's sneakers with digital twins on Ethereum and an NFC chip-based authentication system. Let me see that NFC. shoe non-fungible chocolate <laughs> that is an ugly fucking shoe that is an ugly <laughs> effing shoe you're right 
the Thanks. shoe, the B33 sneaker was designed, blah, 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 blah. Where's the part where they hate NFTs? Each shoe pair will be linked to what Dior is calling a digital twin. Come on. It's not what Dior is calling. It's what it is. It's an NFT digital twin. Well, you know what, though? If I didn't know anything about NFTs and someone said a digital twin, that would kind of excite me. Like, I was like, what's an NFT? That sounds hard. I don't like it. Digital twin, that sounds cool. Yeah, so, no, I guess you're right. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's way easier to <gasps> explain to grandma. Each shoe, look at the price. Each oh, shoe mama. pair will cost $1,350. What? 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 I, I wouldn't that's, walk that's... in shoes that expensive that look like shit. Like, like for that, you could you could start like with an, a really decent gaming computer, not a nice one, but a decent one. Uh, it's all economies of scale, I think. So here we oh, go. Um, there's a tweet here: sneakers alert, introducing B33 sneakers from Kim Jones from the Dior Men Fall 2023 collection. Each pair is equipped with an encrypted key granting access to a secure platform and exclusive services. That's cool. All right. So so depending on the services will determine if the prices is legit. Like my yeah. cousin Christopher, he likes stuff like that. I could see him rocking that that other shoe that we saw in the beginning. Definitely. Also, yeah. it'll give guys like a little bit of height, which they like. Um what do they do they say what kind of services exclusive services yeah we'll have a look in a second um yeah we've, we you and i've been talking about this for ages how you're going to be able to you buy a product a physical product you scan it it's going to give you some kind of digital benefits or in real life benefits and vice versa you have an nft that grants you blah 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 That's, i just want to know see. if it's worth that much money <laughs> Shortly after the release of these exclusive NFT match sneakers, Dior will release six more styles, blah, 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 but won't come with a digital twin. The NFC chip will be associated with an encrypted key that leads holders to what Dior described as a personalized, secure online platform that offers digital certificates or of authenticity for each shoe owner, as well as other dedicated services that have yet to be revealed. Wow, wow, wow. All right. Well, for that price, you know... There definitely should be other services. That's good though. I, I like this because you know we know that um, counterfeiting is a huge thing in in as far as clothing and very you know, fashion. True. And you so know this what? I was going to ask you that. I was going to say, what the hell do you need a certificate of what that sense authentic authenticity? Authenticity. But yeah, you nailed it right there. Like, all right. Now imagine, imagine if there was a way to track um mileage like you know uh you know the upland car nfts are built with um you know they've got mutable and non-mutable kind of data attached with it so we're going to have damage on your car essentially yeah. your nft is going to become less valuable over time like if you've got a a 2022 s1r that's never been driven out the showroom basically or you've got one that's been raced and bashed in all of the url events there's going to be a significant price differentiation there, you would assume. Now, imagine if the shoes were able to track how many steps you'd done or something. Wow. Coupled with, you know, your your Apple Watch or whatever the hell app you Like there's a device in the soul. Yeah. That'd be <gasps> hilarious. You know what I'm, I'm hoping for? I'm hoping the 2022 cars 
are like like those classics later on if you've never driven them yes. like like oh my gosh oh mama <laughs> well i i completely stooge myself on that like when i was in japan i fomoed into buying a 2022 s1r and i paid <clears throat> premium price for that and now you can get a 2023 3 s1r for about two grand probably I, like, I, I think i think the 2022 is a better one personally yes yeah, so i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm not gonna race my 2022 i'm just gonna stick it in the museum basically yeah, I think that's a good I'll idea. Have to wait and see. All right. So the move hit by Dior to embrace blockchain-backed elements is not necessary a surprise given the recent Web three related enthusiasm of Fashion House's parent company LVMH. Yeah, I mean it's it's all headed this way. They're all going to go that way. And digital authentication for like Rolexes, Tag Heuer, like it says there, Louis Vuittons, all of this high end stuff. It's all headed there. Yeah, and then. That that tech will eventually flow down to freaking Walmart, you know. It's it's just gonna happen. It's just gonna happen. Embrace it or get lost in the dust, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now here's some meat for the potatoes. However, it is notable avoidance of any blockchain-related terminology. The words Web three and NFT prominently featured in the promotional materials of past blah 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 orchestrated activations, but thus far not been used by Dior. Yeah, I think you're right. This this smart. Yeah. They're not using the buzzwords. They're just putting the, the tech out there in more um, mainstream, digestible form. Yeah. So, I think it's good. And I love that digital twin. Like, that sounds so cool. Yes, twinning. Twinning. That may well be no accident, even as blockchain-related capabilities become increasingly attractive to and mainstream for household brands. The baggage associated with terms like Web3 Crypto and the Metaverse has increasingly become best avoided for many. Yeah, I think it's it's a smart play. Yeah, maybe it's like, you know, best kept for the nerds who know. And then yes. like the new people coming in, like, hey, do you want a digital twin of your your property? Like yes. that sounds cool. Absolutely. All right. Last one to touch on. Sickos, as I said, if you've stuck with us this long, congrats to you. Sickos. Now you said I asked you the question, what are you going to play next? And you are about to kick off. Okay. Well take it away. What are you going to play next? I'll see if I can change your mind. Ooh. Well, the the next best thing that I have to play doesn't come out until about like October, November, if it comes out on time, which is Starfield. I'm a big Bethesda fan. So I do have a bit of an opening for any suggestions. There you go. Here's an opening. Let's see if we can fill it. EV.io Beginner's Guide. How to earn Solana in this NFT first-person shooter. You're all about first-person shooters, aren't you? I am. This free-to-play multiplayer shooter recalls classics like Quake, albeit with NFTs and a play-to-earn twist. Here's how to get started. Take it away. <clears throat> EV.io is a free-to-play first-person shooter multiplayer browser game that plays like a throwback to classic arena shooters like Quake and Unreal Tournament. It's a simple test of blasting skill. Pew, pew. Use your weapons and equipment to frag and you frag your foes and come out with the most kills. So it's like a battle arena. But, uh, while the game is free to play and available to anyone, you can also earn cryptocurrency while playing by purchasing. By, all right, so it's free to play without block, without getting any anything in return. But if you want to collect any cryptocurrency 
uh, you would have to purchase one of the game's NFTs minted on the Solana blockchain with an NFT. That sounds e- fair enough. Yeah, with an yeah. NFT equipped, EV.io adds a play-to-earn dynamic, letting you snag some soul by dominating opponents. All right. Uh, that's, huh. uh, that's, I was hoping that was going to bring up information about the NFT, but it's just a beginner's guide to NFTs. All right, let's... <laughs> uh, that's still connecting we'll let that do its thing um it sounds interesting but... like i haven't done anything on solana in a while big yeah, man <laughs> big Even man got... so i need to get big my man. new glasses i thought i said big Mac. <laughs> maybe i'm just EV... hungry <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> EV.io is a first-person shooter game with four game modes, deathmatch, team deathmatch, sniper shotgun, and survival. Deathmatch and sniper shotgun are free for all game modes with every player fighting for themselves, while team deathmatch has more focus on team-based gameplay. Duh! All of these game (laughs) modes are played online against other users. Well, that's cool. What do you think of the visuals there? Um, I mean, yeah, it looks cool. I don't... I, I, uh... I like that they let you play it for free to get a hang of it and see if it's worth actually investing in. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> so that that's always a big thing for me, like trying it out before you buy. Yes, before dropping in the game, you can select from five weapons, blah, blah, blah. You also have abilities, teleporting, blah, blah, blah. All right. What platform is it on? Currently, EV.io is only available as an in-browser game and is highly accessible for all desktop devices. It uses the Solana blockchain. Do I need NFTs to play? No, you do not need NFTs to play. It is free to play. Yeah, that's a really awesome yeah. all right, let's feature of it. How, how does it work? Oh, I wonder if it's got a price there. Oh, yeah, that's important. Note that you can only earn soul in the deathmatch and survival game modes. Furthermore, you need a minimum of 10,000 E to be R. So that's that's always the caveat, too. Um, oh, so look got... at that. Um, conversion rate, but it, it, but it is approximately $1 per 2,000 E earned as of this writing. Well, that's all right. That's how you got to earn $5 before $5. you can pull that out. Yeah, that that's... Sense. That's pretty decent, That's actually. Reasonable. A lot of these kind of, you know, play to earn things. You know, it's more like five hundred, and you've got to grind it out for yeah, years, basically. And it gets rugged before anybody ever pulls it out. Although I know a lot of the mobile games are very ruggy like that. Yeah, I'm still right. playing that Veggie Tales. Uh, this is still loading for me. That's how shitty my laptop is. Loading assets. All right, I'm not going to try and bother. If you want to check that out. Check it out yourself. Um, I was hoping to see the prices of those NFTs. It's an easy play game. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. All right. Well, maybe a bit of homework for you there and see if you can get an idea of what the prices are. You might look into that. Um, here we go. I wonder if I'll just scan this quickly, see if it has prices. <laughs> the NFT started about two soul or about $41 on the secondary marketplace. I don't know when this article was. Oh, because they already minted yeah. out. So you would have to find another, like wait for another drop if oh, you want to mint it. So secondary, yeah, so- I mean, secondary is not bad, but still. 
Yeah, but the, the the good point is, like you said, you can try it out yourself. If it's something you want to dive into, then you take that next step. So that's pretty cool. Do you want to see where I am in my veggie farms? Sure, bring it up. Give us an update. All right. Let's see. All right. You see this? Uh, it's trying. Yes. All right. So we'll play. <clears throat> So basically, I am level 25. I've been playing this now for a while. I got my energy up to six. Uh, I got all these properties here now. And I even have this area right there. Uh, all I've been doing really is harvesting and planting sunflowers because at the moment they are the top earners. Um, they also have, I'll show you, well, not right now, mushroom, but they have this little fun game over here that you could play for extra money. And then, wait, let me go over here, sell my sunflowers. Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. <laughs> So I think I have to go up to 35 to make that. Here's the bank. So I've taken out of here already two Matic since I've started playing. Mm, that's cool. So remember my... when we covered this project, it was you had to get to a certain point before you could start taking out. Yeah. Oh, it's not very high. I think you have mm. to be. Oh, that's so small. Uh, withdrawal amount is 0.33 Matic. Mm. And if I withdrew right now, I would have I would be able to do 0.817 Matic. Nice. Yeah, and then they have a PvP section. So if I take us over to the next area, I was able to make um two warriors. Look at these guys. And then uh what is this? This is where I can make gear. But I don't know, like, you need um, a mine to do it. An Ori, I don't know how to do that. Yeah, it is a forge that I, that's, that's the forge. But I don't know how to make a forge. So, yeah, I have to get all of these going. And then this is the PvP area. No veggie knights. I need a veggie knight in order to be able to do it. So I have to actually get a veggie knight to lead these guys. Nice. Well, that's cool. You still playing it? Oh, yeah. Free Matic. What? And I only have to really go on once a day to get my sunflowers and play, you know, the, the little mind games. So why not? Cool. All right. On that note, I think we're ready. I think we fucked it. fucked around enough. Yeah, <laughs> we fucked around and then you found out. You found so, out about a bunch of random shit. A bunch of random shit. Some of you like, some of you hate. Either way, it's a show. And you ready? I'm ready. All right. Well, stay fresh, you cheesy freaking bags. Go ahead, get your picky up. Talk about cheese, motherfucker. Go ahead, get your picky up. Go ahead, get your picky up. Go ahead, get your picky up. Talk about the cheese, motherfucker. Go ahead, get your picky up. Go ahead, get your picky up. You live by your samurai, right?
some of that quality outdoor decor but you got no freaking idea where to go oh come on over to samurai aquatics and decor for all your outdoor decor needs got yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse do you Delete that. I'm still not ready. Sorry. Get yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do you? Well, maybe some kind of crappy ramshackle building that I don't know needs a bit of extra spunk to it or something. And stop mucking about and get yourself over to Samurai Aquatics Discord to see all our available stock. We've got loads of different decor to spend your pretend money on. We got saunas to fire you up, and ice baths to chew you the fudge out. Literally, stock coming out of our ears. Grills, swings, seating, and more. So much more. And if we don't got it, give us a buzz, and we can probably make it. Get yourself on over to Samurai Aquatics at 30 Aqua Vista Way in Midtown Terrace, San Francisco, Ligety Split, and gorge yourself on outdoor decor. <laughs> 